right, are you ready? Are you ready? <sighs> All right. <laughs> Is that, are you okay? I think I was trying to say a joke, but then I I couldn't think of one. That's okay. Welcome back to another episode of First Reaction, Fan Reaction. I am your host, King Clue. With me is my co-host. Sarah Whitman. How's it going, Derek? Well, we're done Bacchino. We finished Bacchino. We did it. Bacchino. We finished it. There's Officially. Of having, I'm having a lot of feelings about that. Okay. I had a good time. Okay. I enjoyed the ride. Uh, but how did you feel, Derek? <laughs> Do we want to wait till the end to give my full thoughts? Or? Pro- probably. Okay. Well, we, we also we also the live stream, so we'll give some more complete series thoughts then. Yeah, I think like, I, I think because like, this is like a one season thing it'll be hard to like kind of like say my like to like hold on my full thoughts yeah. but it's kind of like uh, maybe like I'll say like my initial thoughts as we're ending it and then maybe by the time we do the live stream have I'll have like a more complete thoughts it's gonna right. probably be like at least like a month yeah this is yeah this is gonna be some uh we're gonna have mostly like episode related thoughts and then we'll we'll really talk about some hard hitting series questions when we do our live stream but today we're gonna talk about the final two episodes finishing up our Bacchino side quests with those last two OVA episodes Bacchino episode 15 the delinquents that arrive at the high class neighborhoods are the same as always in episode 16 Carol realizes that the story cannot have an ending all right so we're gonna get started but it does have an ending with the sort of the delinquents that arrive at the high class neighborhood are the same as always thoughts on this episode that are what happened? What? There, was a, there was a lot of jacuzzis gang, which I liked. There was a lot of jacuzzi. Being adorable and, and like, jacuzzi. lovely. Love jacuzzi. Yeah, there was that other guy who I don't like. Yeah. And then some other things There's happening. some Shawnee. Some Shawnee. So let's talk, let's, let's get into a synopsis here. So this episode covers things that I kind of sort of spoiled before, but I thought it was just like, I didn't think it was a huge deal for me to give this information to you. Yeah. So if, if you think so, we can always cut that out of those episodes that we filmed, but like, I, but it's, we get to see it here. Yeah. Um, so we actually start in 1926, which is a different year than we usually start off with. Yep. Um, it's fun fact, it's the year my grandfather was born. So, uh, fun, fun stuff. So, yes, 1926. It starts with a niece. We like niece. I like niece. And and so she is younger, and she's working on something in her backyard. Uh, we do, like, know that niece likes to make things go boom. So it's, it looks like she's using playing with a chemistry set, but she made things go boom a little too Like in too her much. face. Like in her face. Like she exploded. Like she just straight up exploded. And it's sad. Um, it, it is it is sad because like we saw her for a moment where she was like completely unscarred so now we know like how why she looks the way that she does it's because she literally blew herself up by oh. accident yeah so we know that a lot of this episode is going to focus on jacuzzi's gang so Hooray. we know that jacuzzi was shot a few times on the flying pussyfoot so we're going to go back to he's alive yeah he is he is alive so this is after the events of the flying pussyfoot where he is hanging out in the hospital and so he's hanging out with with the niece and some of his gang members, they, they come in and they kind of share what, what they've been up to. So the good news is that they they stole some of the explosives That's from good. the Flying Pussy good Pit, for them. Um, which I think were originally Chez's that he was going to give to the Rigatonis. It's fine. But they, of course, Jacuzzi's gang being bootleg- bootleggers and stuff, um, they nabbed it and they sold it for a ton of money, $100,000. That's a lot. That's a lot for 1930. That is a ton of money. Like you're set for life, especially in 1931. Right. So I hope they don't spend that all but in But they also place. sold some other stuff, right? Yeah. 
they they did see, yeah they they sold some explosives and, and weapons stuff, a lot a lot of stuff. So they they just talk about like who's buying it, but that doesn't mm-hmm. really matter. But they also they also found something. They didn't just sell something. They also found something. They found um, someone. They found someone, a lady in the river, and we know her of course uh, as Shawnee Lafaray. I keep forgetting. Like I thought of a song, and I was and I kept thinking I was gonna say sing it to you, but I didn't know if I wanted mm-hmm. to. No. Uh, what? I said sing, I sing me a song. Sing me a tune. I was thinking of her name, and then I just went like, Johnny's like a melody. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. It's like my head That's for like three really days. Johnny. It's like a melody in my head. Oh, perfect. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you immensely. Just is, immensely. It's been in my head for like three days. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Bacano. Oh boy, Bacano. Uh, but yeah, so they, they found the woman, uh, she's referred to as the woman in the black dress. Uh, and they bring her over because they, they can't risk handing her over to the police because like they they also like, yeah, they, they don't want to deal with the police either. And so Shane enters the room and then we have the, the title card drop. So yeah, Shane's hanging out with Jacuzzi's gang. I, I always say this, but one thing I love about the series is that we have a massive cast of characters and they all like, meet each other in like the most different kinds of ways so yeah. everyone like everyone at some point has their paths crossed so it's not just like we have separate stories that never you know are never perpendicular they, they do cross at points right um and so those always the some unlikely characters that end up seeing each other so like shawnee and jacuzzi is a very weird combination but it, it's it's really fun so yes jacuzzi uh sorry shawnee is hanging out in with jacuzzi and his crew we do see that shawnee has we saw this snippet from the newspaper in the last episode, so we do know that Huey Lafaray is making his way to New York, I guess, because he has been found guilty of, you know, treason. And so Jacuzzi is being, like, awkward and just, like, <laughs> kind of asks her about it. Um, and he's like, well, you don't have to tell me about it, but I'm like, blah, blah. So Jacuzzi just being his normal stammering Yeah, self. basically. And we love him. Um, she thinks he's really weird, though. But that's okay. So because Shane cannot speak, she does write on a notepad. That's how mm-hmm. she communicates. Uh, and she kind of explains that she she call and she refers to herself as a terrorist, as one of the, you know, the people who hijacked the train. Like you do. Uh, and Well, I guess if you're one of like five groups that hijacked the train. Yeah, yeah. So she doesn't know why they're being so nice to her. And you know, they well, one reason they don't want to deal with the police because they're like, we're trying to stay low from the police, so like doesn't make sense. And Jacuzzi says, like, well, for some reason, you seem like a good person. Yeah. So, like, it's fine. We can be buddies. So they're they're friends now. I love Jacuzzi just makes friends so easily. Jacuzzi's like, hey. He's so not. He, let's be friends. Well, something, I guess we could say something that Anise says, like, later on, that, like, he cares more about his friends than himself. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like. Yeah. He just is, he, he's so adorable. Which is why he has a gang that's so big. Right. Like, like his gang is just made up of just a bunch of random people. It's because he makes friends very easily. Uh, and But but Shani doesn't understand this at all. Like, she leaves a note that says, I don't get you guys. Just kind of pieces out. What, like somebody who actually care like cares about people and not just like wants to use them for their own personal gain? <laughs> wow. So anyway, but then we we see two fun characters here. We see a Spider Gwen and the Dodger. Hooray. So Rachel and Chez. Uh, as you remember, Rachel kind of confronted Chez being like, why aren't you dead? <laughs> Good question. And so Chez kind of explained his whole thing. He does kind of demonstrate that he's immortal by just like cutting himself and like watching it repair. And Chez, she's like, all right, cool. And it is kind of funny because Rachel 
kind of realizes that this dude is like super old so like she does kind of inclined to like speak to him differently but Ches like I guess feels more comfortable being spoken to as a child uh, so like Rachel just kind of like switches it up because she also she just call him sir for a second but a uh, third person jumps into the fray here uh somebody who, I a fellow that we've kind of been wondering what he's been up to at least I've been wondering what he's up to. And somebody who's definitely experienced with these two other people. Other people might have not have great memories of him. It's Claire. Who I questioned your likeness of him sometimes. And like, I, well, I just is. think he's such a fun character. He's fun, but about, like, there's like stuff with Johnny and I'm just like, Kaylin. I, I, I'll probably talk more about this in the live stream when we like kind of do a deep dive of characters that we like and characters we don't like about like why I really like Claire Stanfield. But he's, <laughs> he's just a... He's just, like, chaotic, and I don't know why that I'm so interested in him as a character. It sounds like you're kind of attracted to him. Just saying. He's kind of hot. Like, a little bit. Okay, Kaylin. What? I'm sorry. Did you see, Okay, but did you, like, see him, though? It, it looks fine. Anyway, I have questionable taste in people. So. Go back to liking Monica Rambo. That's I, not questionable. Doesn't mean I can't like both. Yeah, but at least I don't question you. Yeah, that's true. So anyway, so Claire is in the neighborhood because he was looking for his buddy Firo, because as we know, Claire was raised with the Gandalfs and the Gandalfs and the mozzarellas are very close. Right. So Firo and Christian Bale are pals. So it only makes sense for Claire and Firo to be pretty close. So yeah. they're, they're around the same age. But Firo is not around. And so he, he just happened to run into Rachel and Chez. So before we get to see how that goes down... Which is not great. Spoiler, it's, but... It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. But so we're going to hang out more with Shauna. We spent a lot of time with Shauna in this episode. So in Jacuzzi's gang too, they don't they don't really know what to do with Shauna. Like, they all, like, they're all together, but they, they don't really know. Everyone's like a little unsure here because, again, like, Shauna was with the, the black suits. Jacuzzi's gang is a bunch of weirdos. So nobody really knows what's going on. This, it's really interesting because it's not fully mentioned here. It's only, like, mentioned in passing. But Jacuzzi's gang was hired by the Genovians for some reason. Um, what? For? Uh, for? For, like, business reasons. Okay. Like, yeah. And so... Does it make sense? I'm sure it makes sense once I read it. Oh, it's... A, it's a, They're technically... So they're hired as, like, housekeepers. Probably, like, security. That's oh, kinda, that's well, like why a, them? Because... Why not? Okay. Um, well, because they, they had an in with the fella, like the cook guy from the train, oh. who's like in Jacuzzi's gang, but it looks like he had connections. So they basically just got him jobs. That's um, nice. It is nice. It is nice. So uh, so that's kind of like what they're doing. They're, they're pretty well off. Oh, uh, and then a package arrives for Shane. Yeah. like, yay. Shane got gifts. We don't know who sent this to her, but we can we kind of get an idea. Yeah. So she, she opens it and it reveals she gets a long white dress. From a fella who once proposed to marry her. And so Shani's very confused by that. She's like, why what's with what's what's with this dude? Like, like no she's like, nobody's ever given nobody's ever gifted me anything. Which is like considering she had a father, that's depressing. Yeah, yeah. Like the more we find out about Huey, the more we realize he's like just an absolute terrible father. <laughs> um <laughs> so but it is it is customized for her because it has straps for her knife. That's she likes so to carry nice. it. Like like so it's a thoughtful gift. It is thoughtful. It's thoughtful and it's personalized, which is the best kind of gift. That's thoughtful, true. personalized. Or gift cards. Or gift cards. <laughs> so Pachane 
deserves the best. So she actually ends up, she changes into the dress, which is, there's a funny moment where she's like, you should change into the dress. And there's a bunch of like men in the room are like, oh, I, I guess, I, I guess we yeah, should yeah, leave. Yeah. <laughs> They're polite. They are very polite. They're, but they are a bunch of gentlemen. Also like needs would have killed them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's true. She would have blown them all up. Well, so her father, she just, her father has given her gifts, but no one besides her father has. But like, I'm not sure about the gifts that this guy gives her. Like, secrets and then taking her voice away ah Huey I should say that her father used to make her dresses I want to see Huey there like with the sewing machine going you know it's got thinking of this but like not as like paternal like of uh because I remember the last time you were recording uh WandaVision we were talking about kick-ass yeah that relationship between oh kind of like that but like you could tell he actually loved his daughter Right. But, like, was still, like, his gift choices were questionable. It, well, no, that, that's a really good comparison, though, because it's, like, it's, like, a father who's essentially using his daughter, but it's not, like, and it, it, it's callous, but not callous in certain ways. Yeah. Um, so, like, that's actually that's a very interesting comparison. So, uh, like, got her, like, a set of knives for her birthday. Butterfly knives. And shot her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did she do in the beginning of the I did, movie? actually. But she was brave both for breasts, so it was fine. <laughs> that was a good movie. Mm-hmm. So, Shana just kind of ruminates on the concept of, you know, receiving this gift and, like, wondering how she feels about Claire. Because she, she doesn't really know him. She just knows that, like, he was very bold, like, uh, but he was he seemed very honest. Like, that's the thing about Claire. Like, I feel like he doesn't really lie. He's just, he's very, like, upfront still, about his craziness. He um, murdered people. It's fine. I'm saying this, but then also, like, when we watch him from, like, I, like, defended Helena. And you're just like, she murdered. People. That's true. That's true. You see, we all we all get to defend at least one murderer. Yeah, but here. Helena was a good person at the end. I, I think Claire has mixed morals, but that's okay. I still love him. <laughs> yeah. So she's not sure if like how she should accept his proposal. Oh yeah. So I thought I thought the shaft guy died in the last episode, but he's still he's still around. That's fine. He just got a little beat up. <laughs> but yeah. So Graham is back. We love Graham. We love him. D- we don't really care. We don't really care about Graham. I don't. But, you know, his his plan is to, of course, he wants to kidnap Eve Genoward as a way of, oh, it's because Jacuzzi's gang is working with the Oh, that's, okay. that's the connection. We were trying to figure out what the connection was. I don't know how I missed that in the last one. I think we, it just, they just talked too fast. But, like, so they are connected. So the Genovians and Jacuzzi gang are are connected in that way. So they, they are trying to bring out Jacuzzi to, and first they're going to um, kidnap how does any of this help Lad though? Not really sure. You okay. Not yeah. Not really sure. But anyway, so uh, I think Nice suggests that Shawnee just go out for a nice walk. So yeah, she does. And then uh, she gets kidnapped. Right, because they think that because since uh, Tuxedo Man is like an idiot. Yeah. He thinks, oh, that's Eve. Yeah. He's like, that's a rich lady. Surely it's Eve Genoard. Why would it be Genoard? Did you not do it? You, like, literally, you could have just, like, found the newspaper. Right. Or something. Right. Just, like, look at a picture. You idiot. You idiot. You moron. Or at least ask, hello, are you Eve Genoard? Because <laughs> Eve Genoard is the kind of idiot who would just be like, yes, I'm Eve Genoard. She would have. She would have. So, yes. And and then we see that uh, Nisa Nick informed Jacuzzi that Chani has been kidnapped by a guy with a giant monkey wrench. Uh, and then we kind of see, we flash back to Graham just, like, beating Nick up with the monkey wrench. I can see we're cut to the adorable mom, but we'll mm-hmm. get to that. Yeah. And so they did leave a note, and the note says that if you want to save Eve Genoard, uh, come here alone with money. To which he's like, to which he's like, 
they got their basics wrong. Because <laughs> they're idiots. They're absolute morons. So, but Jacuzzi is a man of honor. He is so. And, and if his friend has kidnapped, he's going to help that friend, even if he's only known that friend for a very short period of time. And if he's still injured. He's still injured. So he, he, tries, to, he tries to get up and it's a little sad to watch because he's trying so hard. He's trying his best. We love you, Jacuzzi. We do. We love you so much. Yes, Jacuzzi is determined to help his friends no matter what. Oh, this poor, this poor boy. Then we go to like the warehouse where they're keeping Shawnee. Mm-hmm. Then Graham likes to just like talk a lot about the human condition. It's like his thing. He just goes for talks for very long times about the human condition. Doesn't matter. Like, no. So yes, the, he he muses upon emotions, the human condition, all that jazz. But the thing is that it's Shawnee they have, in fact, not Eve Genovard. Um, and so she has a knife. Yes. Because she has that nice little slit in her dress with the knife. So she just like whips that out and just gets ready to just like knife fight. Tear it. Knife. Fight. Part three? Part three. Knife fight. And so I think then Graham realizes that, like, ah, wait, this probably isn't the person that we thought it was. Yeah, you think? Whoopsie. So, and so they, they kind of start fighting. Graham's kind of having fun with it. It's kind of an interesting fight because, like, he's very good with that monkey wrench. And she's good with a knife. But in the middle of them fighting, we hear Jacuzzi come in. He's, re- he's ready. He's ready. Because he doesn't want people to fight. He he wants things to be good. So he says he has some money, but not a lot of money. Because if they don't know, he has a bounty on his head oh. from the Russo family from yeah. Chicago. So we know that we know that Jacuzzi cares a lot about people. Mm-hmm. So we see another flashback to nineteen twenty six after niece blows herself up. We see her. She's she's pretty depressed about mm-hmm. it. You can understand. She like I lo- love this so much. She lost an eye. Like her whole face is scarred. She's missing like half her face, and it it is really upsetting. But she's kind of shaken from her her slumber, her depression slumber, by a rapping on her window. And then she she goes over. We can, it was hard for us to see when we we're watching, but you do see a shot like she's like looking in the mirror, like and you can see just how messed up her face is. Yeah. But she goes to the the window, and Jacuzzi's there. Yeah. And Jacuzzi's there with a very fresh new tattoo. Somebody gave a tattoo to a child. Yeah. I don't know how old they're supposed to be here. I mean, this is four years before. When did they wear that? They're, they're like really young then. Yeah. They, they were like really young. I don't know who gave, I don't know who gave this small child a, a face tattoo, but like don't, it was like, it was the 20s. Nobody really cared. All right. Where do you get the money for a face tattoo? It was probably like somebody of his. Like, hey, can you like put a Wouldn't look that good. So like, if you think about it. But anyway. So Jacuzzi says that he got a new tattoo so his face stands out so like you know everyone's gonna notice it so you know just like you know niece's injuries will stand out but now jacuzzi's gonna stand out so it's okay like she's not gonna be alone now (laughs) uh they're they're gonna get through it together and it's just like it's the purest most wonderful thing this this boy this boy got a face tattoo For his girl, so she wouldn't feel alone. And, like, how do you not fall for that? You don't. You don't not fall for that. You, you fall Jacuzzi for that. You should give Claire advice on women. That's true. It's true. <laughs> and so... And then they both start crying. Yeah, and he, he starts crying, and then Jacuzzi's like, if you cry, I'm going to cry too. And then he starts crying, but, like, Nice is, like, her tears turn, turn into tears of happiness because, like, she knows she got a good one, folks. She did. She got a good one. So it that, might take 10 years for him to kiss you. So that is that is the kind of person that Jacuzzi Splat is. 
my boy. I love him. <laughs> yes. And so this this story had been told to Shane from Nice. It just has a way to be like, listen, he's a real one. So like if you're friends with him, like he goes hard. Yeah. Um, and you know, they she he kind of goes out of his way for for everyone, which is why he said they're they're always kind of on the losing side of things. But in the end, he's always got his friends. So friendship is the real riches. Hooray. Friendship is magic. <laughs> Graham is kind of interested in Jacuzzi as, like, a person because Graham has, like, this whole thing with, like, happiness versus sadness and just, like, muses about it, whatever the heck. Um, but Jacuzzi is, like, simultaneously happy and sad, so he thinks it's, like, weird. Look but, at like, how much I care. I know. I know you don't care. <laughs> he was just introduced. I don't care. Uh, so he doesn't He doesn't really know what to do, like, because he, like, he, like, respects the thing that Jacuzzi's doing, but also, like, he wants to kind of go back to what he's doing. He also enjoyed fighting Shawnee as well, so he's trying to figure out. Um, but Shawnee's ready to throw down anyway, so. Yeah, but her knife, isn't her knife gone? Her Yeah, I think her knife was kind of yeah. thrown away. But she doesn't mean she's not still ready to throw down. That's fair. Uh, and so as they start to fight again, Jacuzzi, of course, he's not really for that. Um, but then something explodes. Of course. So there's a hole blown up into the wall of the warehouse, even though the entrance was open yeah, the whole not, time. Yeah, but that's not fun. But that's not fun. And somebody goes, niece, why did you do that? And somebody's like, why would you ask such an obvious question? Fair. It's niece. She wants to blow you things up. You know what I'm up. happy about? The fact that, like, her injury didn't traumatize her from explosions. Yeah. I like that. Like, she's just like, well, <laughs> went this far. Might as well keep going. <laughs> Which is great. Yeah, she just she just likes to, to explode things. So Jacuzzi's happy to see his friends, but in that letter, of course, they said, come alone. And they're like, I just, I came on my own. Like, you yeah. can't run. Like, Donnie was like, I just walked here from Mexico. <laughs> Thanks, Donnie. It's just, it's good to have friends is really what that means. Yeah. All right. Uh, but there is a voice that said that they came alone that Jacuzzi doesn't recognize. He's very good at knowing his friends where there's one voice if he knows it's not anyone he knows. And it, uh, it turns out, it's our buddy Claire who just he just tagged along. So Tuxedo Man's dead. Uh, so <laughs> Tuxedo Man's done for. Basically, Graham is done for. Claire just just kind of meanders out, and of course somebody asks who he is because that's always the question that you ask when you see that guy, and. He, he says that he used to be a lot of things. Claire is having an identity crisis. He doesn't right, quite know who he is, who he wants to be. He's in between identities. I feel like he still wants to kill. He, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he, that, this doesn't mean he's stopped killing people. He's still an assassin. And you're attracted to him? Like a little bit. He's, he's very charming. So, of course, he says he introduced himself. He used to be Claire Stanfield. And then he was the transcontinental conductor. Uh, and he was the rail tracer. Now it's like the rail tracer. Of course, Jacuzzi like <laughs> faints. It's like the rail tracer. The rail tracer. Of course, Claire's really here to just talk to Shawnee because he he wants to know what what she's up to. Professor, Professor's love. Mm -hmm. It's which is <laughs> I really like the part as Claire's talking to Shawnee. Like Graham's like trying to like interrupt, and he just keeps like <laughs> shooing him away. He's like shush. We're like going. He's like, he's like, he's like, he's trying to like talk about his whole thing. He's talking about like how much he like loves her. Like he's like in love with her, all that kind of stuff. And like, he uses like very strong language when he's saying that he's like, cause he's in Japanese, they have like multiple words for like, like and love, but like they translate as one word to English. Oh. So it's like, he's using like the very like intense love when he talks about her, which is very interesting. So like he, he kind of wants to know, like, he doesn't say like, like you will love me, but he, but he really wants her to love him back and he does he does say that he's it's okay if she doesn't know what to do yet 
And he, but he kind of t- he goes on like one of his solipsistic rants as well about the state of the world, the fragility of it, and all that kind of stuff. So like, is he growing in the fact that like, the world is, the world doesn't revolve around him? I think he's understanding that the world can expand. To like he tells her that like the like your world isn't fragile. Your world can just expand to fit more people in it. And that's kind of what he tells her. So that's like as she's learning to like you know have more connections with people that you know she's not losing herself by connecting to more people like her world's just growing so baby steps baby steps okay so and and shawnee just really just wonders why the heck these people care about her (laughs) why not shawnee you're worth it you're worth it you're like a melody in their head yeah claire's really just more concerned about shawnee at this point but he's like i'll fight this dude if i gotta fight this dude like i'll fight this dude to protect you like it's cool of course graham brings up Lad Russo, because it's, you know, he calls him, and it's in Japanese, it says uh, Lad Aniki, which is like, which is like a term for like an older brother. So, like, that's why in the, the sub we see like brother Lad, but like in the wiki, it's like boss Lad, because oh, okay. like that's kind of, he's referring to him as like, I guess somebody to look up to. Okay. And then the same way that we see Nick refers to niece as Onesan, which means like big sis, but it's not like his actual sister, but it's just like more of like a term of endearment. Okay. Like, hey, like bro, or like, you know, broski. Yeah, broski. But it's more like, it's like respect, but also like chummy. Right. And so, of course, he brings up Lad. And Claire's like, oh, the dude who just like fell off that train? Yeah. Yeah. I pushed him. It Hey, it was me. Hi. Um, and Graham doesn't seem too thrilled about that. So he checks the, the thing his way. So, and that's where we end that episode. Uh, what are your thoughts on this episode? I think I liked it better than the last, I didn't love it, but I liked it better than the last one. Just okay. like it was mainly Jacuzzi's gang. And I'm like. If it's not Asia Mira, it's Jacuzzi's gang. Right. Yeah, it's a lot of so time I'm with happy. Jacuzzi. Who um, we the, like the the little like flashback with him and Nice was so adorable. It's it's oh it's so good. Aww. It's like I just want like a show. I kind of just want to show with them. Right. There's it's a like, lot of people who here who could like have like carry their own show. That's and that's a thing about Bakuno too. Is like there's a lot of characters, and so with such a limited series, it's hard to really explore a lot of them. But in the limited time we do get, these all of these characters are strong enough to hold their own stories. And they're interesting enough to hold their own stories. Mm-hmm. Also, do you want a dress with a knife hold for your birthday? Um, I don't know what I would do with it, but it, it'd be cool though. Do you want Claire Stanfield for your birthday? I'm like, I don't know. He's got he's got the thing with Shawnee going. I don't want to take him away from that. Also, he's a murderer. That's fine. How much can you Monica Rambo instead? I mean, if you're offering, <laughs> I'm not. I don't know her. That's fine. That's fine. I understand. <laughs> yes, but that was that episode. It's it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, we got to see again. Jacuzzi's gang is great, and then those interactions with Shawnee are fun. Yeah. Uh, so that is that. But there's not much to talk about until we really talk about the final episode of Bacano, right? Uh, which is episode 16. Carol realizes that the story cannot have an ending. So I think we should take a break, and when we come back, we'll talk about that. Yay! Stay tuned. And we are back, Dara, with the final episode of Bacchino 16. Carol realizes that the story cannot have an ending, even though this is technically the ending of the story <laughs> from an anime standpoint. But really, the story continues in our hearts and also in the novels. Oh, it so, so it does? Okay. I don't know if we're still going. Well, I mean, at least there's more novels that take place after the events of the anime, at least. I don't know when the last book was released. It says on the wiki it's ongoing, but I don't know how frequently it's put out. Okay. 
But yes, so of course we open with the, the title card because we're, we're setting this up to wrap everything up. Are there gonna be some things that we don't know at the end? Sure, but we're gonna try our best. I mean, the stuff that we don't know, but I don't, I, I don't really care. Yeah. So we're gonna go back to the, the Daily Days. Um, of right. course, we're talking to the president of the Daily Days who knows about a little bit about everything. Yeah, you talk about that, I'm gonna take a nap. Okay, sounds good. He's kind of talking to Nicholas Wayne and Elion Zuga. So we're really just catching up on a lot of characters. If we want to know what the senator's up to, we don't really care. But basically, the senator has been giving hush money to people to, like, shut up about, like, all the crazy things that went on on the train. Why would the senator be giving? Because, like, it just seems, like, it, like can, are, are these people going to be attached to the senator in any way? I don't know. But it's more like a lot of crazy things have been going on, but, like, the senator has a connection with it all. Okay. So it's just better just to, like, hey. Would you um, shut up for money? Buy my silence. Pay me. For $8,000 a month, I will stop. Oh, that much? <laughs> That's a meme. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, if it's enough to, like, pay for me to, like, be financially independent and do what I want for the rest of my life, I'm going to be like... <laughs> but, yes. The, the senators give me hush money, even though, like, they, they are kind of, like, this guy probably had something to do with, like, all the crazy things that were happening on the train. Yeah. Like, let's not think about it. And there's an unconfirmed rumor that... The uh, senator visited Huey LaFerrey while he was incarcerated, but, like, don't think about it. Don't think about it. Um, even though that is totally true, it seems like they have some kind of rivalry going. It's mm -hmm. kind of how it's worded. They have a rivalry. They think that the, like, the events of the Flying Pussyfoot were some kind of experiment. The uh, president asked kind of Nicholas what, he, you know, that experiment would be. But Nicholas knows that they, the other two people in the room know more than he does. Mm -hmm. So he just kind of, like, shrugs it off. And so... They kind of talk, catch up a little bit more about things. The Vino is mentioned, and uh, Nicholas seems to have a very bad experience with Vino, which we don't know about yet, but mm -hmm. he reacts very negatively to it. So the president just says, do your jobs, get back to work. He said, okay. So we, we kind of see, so we also hear more. Lad Russo is, we see him. He's, he's missing an arm. His arm's kind of like tucked yeah. away. But he's cooperating with the police. He insists that all of his kills were made in self-defense. Can, can he claim that? No. <laughs> oh, lad. What, what a lad. Lad does ask if he's, if the, the person investigating him is familiar with Huey LaFerrey. Um, and he says, like, yeah, it's a, you know, he's like a, it's like a famous name. So they want, he wonders, like, what's going to happen with him because they know he's shipping him back. They're wondering uh, if he's going to be imprisoned in Alcatraz. So Alcatraz. Um, Lad seems to have some vested interest in this for one reason or another. Does he want to try to kill him? Even though he he, he does want to kill him, but yeah. he can't because. But that makes him want to kill him more. That's not gonna work, buddy. Like the only way it's gonna work is if you're gonna have to become immortal and then you slurp it. Yeah, that's it. But yes, yeah, so uh, Lad he's out for some vengeance. Yes, then we, we kind of learn more about, like, how Jacuzzi's gang, um, they got the job at the Genoward family so that they're employed by the Genoward family now because out of recommendations for the Flying Pussyfoot's head chef, which is, of course, a member mm -hmm. of Jacuzzi's gang. And they are currently residing at the Genoward's on Millionaire's Row. That's what they call that, you know, where how all How many pairs do you think they get? How many what? Pairs. Hmm. Many. Because it's the Genovians. Hey, yo. That took me a second, but I got it. Um, <laughs> they want to know what's going on with Eve. So they have the, the sugar cube guy from the, I think he's a Runerata fella, keeping eyes on her. So Eve has put a bunch of money into trying to uh, find out where Dallas is. 
and which they kind of teamed up with the Runarada family to do that. And so we see that the head of the Rigatoni's Bartolo and a senator are are talking. Wait, so senator Evis, or a senator? The senator. Okay. Barium. Bar- Bar- Manfred Barium. So they do ask, like, uh, Bartolo asks Barium, he's like, can we just, like, let the sister, like, meet her brother? And he's like, he's like, oh. He's like, only if we, um, like, uh, Barium remarks that it's unusual for Bartolo to show an interest in helping others. But Bartolo says... What's the harm in that? But um, Barium counters that every information leak has consequences. You know, if they want her to really spend time with the brother, they should just lock her up with the laboratory that they're going to throw Dallas in, basically. I don't get Because, well, so because Eve knows, like, precious information now. She knows about, like, the immortality thing, like, all that kind of stuff. And to the senator, that's, like, precious information. Mm -hmm. So if she's able to have, like, her happy moment, then, like, that's a security risk for him. Uh, The senator's an asshole, everybody. Like, all you need to know about the senator, dude's an asshole. Well, it's not like he does anything just as bad later. Uh, <laughs> but, yes. So they don't want Eve to really have the happy ending that she wants. Does she get it? Yeah, we'll find out. So so that's kind of what's going on with, with Eve right now. So, you know, she's at the Hudson trying to find her brother. Uh, it is a funny moment where they have the the sugar cube guy there, and he like he offers everybody a sugar cube. It's kind of his thing, and then the president says, "Oh yeah, sure." So we get to like see him go behind the thing of death because we don't know what the president of the Daily Days looks like. It's kind of like it's a gimmick, and <laughs> so uh, Nicholas and Elion just like watch him as he like goes behind because they're just like they've never seen him before yeah. either. It's it's really funny. So they ask about Rachel. So we know that Rachel, of course, went to see Ches, and. They went to Claire. Yeah. So that before we get to that, uh, we just get a little more backstory on uh, Rachel. So we do see her when she's at the, the train terminal. Mm-hmm. Um, she runs into the Bariums. And so little Kiki, she's excited to see her. She really likes Rachel, which is cute. You know, Natalie is also very excited to see her. And so uh, the senator shows up as well, and he gives her a bunch of hush money, basically. He gives her a thing of money, and, she, and and Rachel doesn't want it. She doesn't want their stupid hush money. Yeah, but it's also like, he's like right there, so she's like, err. Right, so she can't like just like be like, hey, asshole, here's your money back. Because like there's a little kid there, and so she she doesn't want to like, I guess she doesn't want to destroy the ruse that her father is like, just like a horrible Wait till she's 18 and then destroy it. Exactly. So we kind of get some backstory on Rachel too, of like why Rachel is the way that she is. So we know that, she, she likes to help people, but she also likes to ride trains without paying. But, like, why does she ride the trains without paying is something that we didn't know. It's because her her father was a railroad engineer. And there was uh, some kind of, fail, like, train accident that happened. And it was, like, her father was scapegoated for it. But he still he still loved the trains, but, but he was very bitter about what happened. Mm-hmm. So she's also bitter about what happened, just, like, watching that happen to her family. So she she rides the – she loves the trains, but she rides them out of spite. She rides them for free out of spite, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, that's that's what she does. So it is very interesting in why she does the thing she does. It's also one of the reasons why she's probably really pissed about the hush money thing. It's because she's used – she has experienced a situation where somebody, like, a bad thing happened and then they try to, like – write it off and do something with it and there's no justice served so what she does with that money is she goes and buys takes all that money it's like a stack of like hundreds of bills nothing to scoff at in the depression by the way so she goes she she has morals yeah she does have morals so she goes and buys all the train tickets to basically in a way make up for all the trains that she's skipped out on yeah just like throws them all away so that's great it's great but anyway, Spider-Run. We love her. We do. 
So, you know, and then they they, they kind of just, like, pick apart Rachel's actions to be, like, she rides for free, but, like, she helps out people because she both loves and kind of hates the, mm-hmm. the system. And then uh, President asks for information on Vino, uh, but Nicholas, not a fan of Vino. Because <laughs> he's got uh, an experience with that. So then we go back to where Rachel and Chez were with Claire. When he walks in, he's like, hey. And they're like, who's this guy? And he's like, you don't remember me? Remember, I was covered in blood. I ki- I tried to kill you. He's like, it's cool. I'm not gonna try to kill you now, but like, I definitely did that. Uh, Remember, and then bit off your fingers. That was the weirdest thing. Like, I can get by the murder, but like biting off the fingers was weird. <laughs> Ches is, of course, rightfully horrified uh, about that because that was a very terrifying experience for him. And uh, <laughs> Rachel eventually remembers like his voice because yeah, he was yeah, the yeah. one that was like, "Your ticket, please." And so she calls him the conductor, but, you know, he's he's very insistent on that, like, he doesn't have an identity right now. But he does ask her out to lunch. As like, friends. He, uh, he asks her out as friends because he wants to figure out how to seduce a woman. Not not her specifically, but another woman. Shawnee. Uh, Shawnee. Which is, which is very funny. Now we get back to a scene that you were really excited about, Dara. The dominoes. Yay! So we, we started this in the first OVA uh, where they set up dominoes for a thing and then Fear accidentally start knocking them down. But then we get back to the scene. And everybody's into it. And, everybody's, and everyone is so into watching this whole domino structure uh, go apart. So uh, Firo is super into this. Um, Mize is into this, which we love. And they're all just like really excited. It's like they all have like very like childlike wonderment and just like doing this very fun silly activity yeah. there's also of course a woman um at this restaurant who with silver hair who's just like hanging out and we're like hmm wonder who this is i know who this is and you know who this i is. do i do know now it, it is a, it's just like a fun cute scene i mm-hmm. uh, but so uh you know uh claire rail tracer that guy uh and rachel spider gwen are having lunch at an italian restaurant what else do you do? You're in New York. What are you going to know? And so they just, like, have a conversation where Vino's just telling her about himself and Rachel's, you know, he wants – he's telling her about, like, all about this woman that he's very interested in. And we're just like, well, I'm, I'm not, like, a typical girl. He's like, no, she's even weirder than you. <laughs> he is, like, a little – he's a little – he's a little rash. He's a little brash. He's a little bit. He's a little uh, too forward sometimes. But he is, he is kind of cute as he's trying to, like, figure out how to – properly seduce this woman so they just kind of discuss this and like you know all the things that he's doing and how he's trying to track her down because he doesn't know where she is but he's taking steps to do it Mm -hmm. and of course there's a couple people that he has um you know trail to to get that information also claire is absolutely oblivious to what love is i think because he's like he's trying to figure out like if she loves him or not or if she wants to kill him or if she wants to kill him because she loves him so much it's not that's not it buddy not it so yeah and then claren does have experience he says apparently he's proposed to women before this is just a thing that he does but most of them turn him down and he's usually pretty cool with that but like he he didn't get a solid answer on this one so like he's kind of pursuing her he's he's very insistent so apparently this is a thing that he does where he just like proposes to women yeah and and he wants he wants her to fall in love with him but he doesn't mind waiting (laughs) as long as it may take that's not how that works. It's not how that works, buddy. But he, he's very he's very insistent on it. So he does kind of mention that he now knows where Shawnee is and we don't we want to figure out why. And it's because if an earlier <laughs> scene, if we remember 
when Elion took Eve to the Gandalfs to because they had the information about her brother, we actually realized that once they go into the Cragoso, that Nicholas was trailing them. Uh, oh, yeah. But the funny thing is, like, Claire was also trailing Nicholas, who was trailing them. So before Nicholas can actually go inside to, to finish, like, see what's going on, Claire just, like, boo, like, pushes him down. It was like, hey, you're the, you're the information guy. He's like, yeah. And he's so like, here's your face. I got some information for you. So he does what he does best and, of course, takes him onto a train and then puts his face very, very close to the tracks in order he, so he can extract the information that he wants from him. He wants to get his face. Claire, buddy. Yeah. Claire. Claire. And he tells, like, Rachel, like, apparently casually. And he does, and Rachel just, like, laughs. Because <laughs> I think she probably also thinks Nick is kind of an ass. Nick yeah. is an asshole. He's, he is kind of an asshole. Yeah. Which is very, very funny. So. But we also have to remember that, like, Claire also has, like, a warped sense of justice. So he, he points out Nicholas as a bad person because of him using Eve as a bargaining chip to, like, get the get more information. And then Claire's a bad person. Yeah. Because he murders. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit? A little bit. A lot of it? <laughs> it's, yeah, Rachel thinks it's, it's very it's a very interesting kind of thing. But she does she does suggest that if she's, if he's trying to impress a lady, give her a gift. And, and you know, he, see, he might take her up on that offer. Uh, and so we see kind of how Claire has kind of gotten to his position. So he was in the area when Shana got kidnapped and kind of, like heard all that was going on so that's how he was really able to just like follow her there <laughs> i also like the scene where he's like he's like muddling over what to do next and there's just like a kid right yeah there. the kid's like not paying any attention i did to like him. the bit where he's like shana could probably take care of herself but like i should go just in case yeah because he he knows he likes her because she can take care of herself and she's a badass but like he's like maybe i should go along too oh my boy or don't my boy we're going back to the ASMR thing. We're going back to the ASMR. Hey, everybody, welcome to the show. Where am I going? Oh, okay, we're going. All right, we're going back to the uh, the warehouse. Where that right. ended on the last episode, which was like... like and it's very funny because he catches the, the wrench that's coming out of space, and he throws it right back, and then Graham catches it. And so this is the this is the worst game of catch ever. And then they, they fight, which is fun. Yeah. Because Graham is very good with the wrench, but Claire is also an acrobat. So he just like does flips and shit. So yeah, there's just like fighting going on. Not a knife fight. So a uh, Graham kind of stops the the fight because it says here Vino is clearly meant to be killed by a uh, boss lad and no one else. Sure. Okay. <laughs> and so Graham just like leaves. Yeah, he's <laughs> he just, like, like bye. He takes his gang and it's just like, all right, that was fun. Um, he tells Jacuzzi, I like you guys. Come back here whenever. Like, you're fine. Like, stop by any time. It'll be great. We'll hang out or just, like, come use the space. Except without that guy. The, ignore the redhead. Don't bring him back. That's his, he, Let him do his own thing. Otherwise, you're good. So, like, Jacuzzi's like, is that, was he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? And he's just like, it's fine. It all worked out. Don't worry about it. And Shani is, uh, still seems very interested. Yeah. In Claire. Which is great. But he wants to be friends? Yeah, well, it's it, it. He does propose that they be friends first, so he does want to take it slow. He does. I mean, he did but like I pr- think... propose, like propose, and then declare his love for her. But like, he's okay with taking it as friends, and so they can build that relationship. Right, but it's not sounded like he was waiting for her to fall in love with him. I mean, like a little bit, yeah. Which is like not healthy. Which is not, yeah, it's not like great. And so we see the 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 lady who is in that that restaurant when they were playing dominoes. So she kind of leaves. Um, it's called the Alvier walks out of there and she passes the 
Um, guys, there's a guy out there smoking a cigarette. We know who he is. It's Ronnie. But she doesn't really pay any attention to him, and so she keeps walking down the street. And then she meets up with Elmer Fudd. Runs out, runs into Elmer Fudd. Yes, Elmer C. Albatross, who's the fellow, her fellow immortal. Last time they saw each other, it was 200 years on a boat. So Elmer's pretty excited to see her and says that she looks different than how she did. Because she was very young when she was on the Avena Avis, and she looks like she matured some. So she said she waited a few years before she took the secret formula. How did she so, get more secret formula, though? Or did she just have it? No, she had. It, she kept it in a bottle. Oh, right. I forgot. Yeah, okay. she, she bottled it up. She was very smart. She said I, she waited till she was mature. And, you know, she waited till she had grown up a little bit. Because she knows that when she took that, she was she was going to stop. Like, it would mm-hmm. stop her everything. So she's like, you might as well be the person you want to be before you, like, you know, leave yourself in that state. So they talk about they both know that Sillard has been devoured. So I guess Sylvie's been kind of keeping tabs. She's been around, uh, and she realizes that the person devoured Sillard resembles Gretto. So she's like, she's very happy about that mm-hmm. because she was she was kind of ready to, to end it. Because but she thinks that the Gretto is happy about like who he's with now. So she's happy about that too. I do think there's some similarities between Firo. I don't remember and what Gretto. the brother looked like to be honest. Yeah, well, it's more like you know they have like similar bright personalities. Okay. So Elmer's Elmer's happy because you know. He's happy when other people are happy. Mm-hmm. But Sylvie's like, all right, I got to go. And he's like, oh, it's been 200 years since we've seen each other. And she's like, eh, it's fine. So she's a, she's a, a singer now. Yeah. Um, she sings at a club. So she's like, we'll run into each other again. Hooray. So they, they only saw each other briefly, but it's it's good. Elmer runs into Ronnie, who, of course, we know is the, the demon. And this is when it's, like, officially confirmed, but it's been heavily hinted at, basically, like, okay. in a couple episodes. So it was weird for me to talk about without kind of saying it. But that, um, so yes, Ronnie Shiato, and and now we find out what Elmer's wish was. If you remember in the Avian yeah, episode, yeah. the demon granted him one wish, and so Ronnie's wish was to uh, was for the demon to just like keep tabs on Misa, make sure that he's doing well, and make sure that you know he like Misa's happy. Basically, he's like, hey, make like follow him up until like Misa's happy and like can laugh again. And of course, we just saw him laugh with the the domino. So yeah. we know that his role is fulfilled. So, yeah, uh, Elmer is able to recognize Ronnie as mm-hmm. the demon, which is very funny, even though he never saw him as in his physical form. Part of Ronnie, uh, Elmer's wish was that Ronnie would, like, follow him as a human, not as a demon. Mm-hmm. So that's why he's in, like, a human form. <laughs> so it's, it is very funny because, like, Ronnie's coughing throughout this whole thing because he's not, like, he, like, surprised back. while he was, like, smoking a cigarette. So he's just, like, his you know, like, lungs are all messed up. Um, which well, is it's just fu- twofold kind of funny because, like, he's a demon but yeah. he's still in a, he's like in a, in like a mortal form right now so he's just like <laughs> so he's absolutely just like experiencing that to its its highest degree it is it is kind of funny and so ronnie kind of claims of course that like he wasn't follow he wasn't trying to keep his wish when he's following my so he was just like he was just like i was just interested in what's going on but we know you care buddy does he i why not I don't know. I, never, I just felt like he was more like an observer. Like he, he, is an, he is an observer. Yeah. So that is so that is that. So that's kind of how that came together yeah. as well. Uh, and then we, we really end. We don't really end end. But um, we kind of circle back. We've kind of come full circle now. Because we, we started this show with Gustav St. Germain and Carol. So the folks from the Daily Days just kind of figuring out what's going on. And so we're going we're gonna to really wrap everything up with mm-hmm. them. It's really interesting because they're kind of existing alongside of the story, but they're wondering what's the the end of the story. Like Carol asks, like, what's the beginning of the story and what's the end? They still haven't figured that out because this story is so 
there's so much to this story that like what's the beginning like how do we end it who's the main character Mm -hmm. so these are all things that you know she's trying to figure out and gustav says like eh (laughs) he's like i mean does this there have to be getting there's have to be an end like there's still merits to like an open-ended ending Mm -hmm. and she's like for the sequel right (laughs) oh carol there is no sequel i'm sorry but, she, but her statement was actually correct. Her statement was correct, though. What was it like? Sequels get more people invested. <laughs> yeah. Which, like, fair? Fair. Um, I mean, it's, well, I mean, it's fair if, like, you leave a cliffhanger ending. If you don't, and it's just concluded, you're fine. Mm-hmm. So this line says, Stories are comprised of people living, endlessly interacting with and influencing each other before parting ways. As long as stories are told, they should not have an ending. So that's one way to look at it. So, yeah, when we kind of see things happening in the background as they're, they're going along. But we also see a, a rat that comes along. And then it gets murdered. The the rat gets hit by a car, like, r- like roll over by a car. So it's it's destroyed. And Carol looks away because it is a gross sight. It is pretty graphic. But Gustav St. Germain says, don't look away. Like, look at it. And we figure out that that is the rat that was given the secret formula by Barnes um, in a very early episode. So things are coming full circle there. What it, happened to the what happened to the rat? Oh, I didn't care. That happened. I know. Also, it's like, it was like Hocus Pocus when... The Vix got hit. Oh, yeah. And then it was like, and then it was like, it's like super dramatic. And then it's like, yeah. So they think about stories now as in like, just think about like, it's more about imagining the possibilities of like what could happen in a story. And that's what Mm -hmm. makes it exciting. So the Carol kind of starts to get that idea. So we kind of get to see kind of bits of other people. We kind of flash to different characters about like, everyone's just kind of like going off and doing their own thing. Yeah. And so the story, we know the story continues without us being able to know what this, what that is exactly <laughs> so yes well, let's see so yeah we, we see everyone ronnie sylvie jacuzzi and his gang fino shane oh lad, we get a sh- shot of shot of lad who's like we don't really know what his deal is but like he's planning something because he looks a little manic right we don't know what we don't we haven't seen lua what's up with lua what's she up to she might be in the hospital considering no she might be she was kind of flown like flung from a yeah. train Oh yeah, we see the 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 Gandor, the Gandalf brothers playing poker, like people doing the things that we expect them to do. We see Rachel tossing all the tickets in the trash yeah. can. Good for her. <laughs> and so, because now it feels like, yeah, she said this says here it's like a weight lifted off her shoulders. Nicholas and Elion leave the president of the Daily Days office. They they kind of smile at each other because like, you know, it all just kind of worked out for them. They're gonna go kiss. They, they're not going to kiss. They like they, they're they're any they're very funny like rival characters. It looks like they they're coworkers, but they I think they're rivals. Yeah. Huey's still in jail, and um, we see like the the domino party just like having a good time. And so, right before we end the episode, we flash back one more time to 1930. Um, this is after Isaac and Miria had robbed the uh, Genovians of all of their money. They decide they're going to give that money back, so they just start throwing it out into the street. Merry uh, Christmas! Cars, they're yelling, Merry Christmas! Cars are crashing! Uh, it's people great. People are stopping. I mean, because it's it's free money in the Depression. Like, buddy, we got it. Like, everyone yeah, yeah. stop. So that's kind of how they're making up for all of their, their robberies that they've done. <laughs> and, like, doing that because the cars are crashing is because they were being pursued. So, like, now, like, you know, they're free to go about wherever. They say... They kind of talk about what their next move is. And so Isaac, of course, suggests that they go to California and pan for gold. Like you do. And so, like, we really go full circle. We really come full circle here. So that is how we end Bacchano. What's next on Bacchano, Dare? Nothing. Nothing. This show is over. <laughs> so what you, what you think? Uh, I liked it. Yeah. This episode, I, I liked it. It was a nice, I thought it was a nice conclusion. Yeah. Yeah. It, there's a lot of things that come back. Yeah. Like, this, this, 
The show is good for like how oh. crazy things are. Like things circle back. Kaylin. Yeah. Where's Dallas? <laughs> oh right. I did I screw mess the, oh, wow, did I go over that part? Yeah, so no no they they get um they they uh get the thing out. They get the barrel out, they find the barrel where he's at, but like he's broken free from the What does it seem like they actually cement. like encased him in some it did seem like they encased him, they kinda of just like put him in a barrel, put them cement in the barrel, and then yeah, they threw it in the barrel. Basically water. cement shoes. They gave him like cement shoes, but that was it. But like he was able to break free. I mean, I imagine it was probably breaking down with the water resistance and if he's like struggling. Yeah. Probably breaking his own bones to get out, which would be horrifying. But like that's Yeah, fine. but they're also gonna get repaired really easily. Yeah, yeah. So uh Somehow Dallas has escaped. So we don't know where he is. So we still end with the question, where is, like, literally unanswered question, there's only one. And it says, how, why, and when did Dallas escape the oil drum? (laughs) So it's, like, the question that we've been asking, it's, like, we know, but also we don't know. It's, like, the one thing that doesn't get wrapped up, but it's it's great. Somehow that's that's very funny. But, yeah, so that is, that is Bacchino, everybody. Welcome, Bacchino. I still don't know how I feel about the show. No? Well, you can ruminate on that. Yeah. I think I need to. That's fine. Yeah, ruminate. I think it's... And take the time, and we'll, and we'll review, like, full show thoughts when we do our live stream. Right. Which so, like, right now, I, right now, I'm unsure. I liked this episode, especially the ending, mm-hmm. but I'm unsure about how I feel about the whole show, so come to our live stream whenever that is. It's going to be right here, because future me will know more than past me. That's true. Also, yeah. So, yes, the end. Woo! That that was Bacchino. Um, so I also will take time to think about my thoughts. But I do like these OVAs because it does show us, like, we do, it, like, wraps up some just, like, additional side things. Uh, it gets the opportunity for us to see more character interaction because, again, all of those characters are, we get to see more kind of connections happen between characters. Mm-hmm. Just, like... You know, Jacuzzi and the Genovians, who you didn't think would, would come together. But, like, there's a connection there. And so we get to see more of, of those kind of things happen in this OVA episode. So I'm, I'm glad they were able to do these. Of course, I think the last episode before these three, I think, still would have been a, a really fine yeah, conclusion. Yeah, I, I would have been fine with that conclusion. I would have been fine conclusion. But it's it's good to see a couple extra things kind of happen here uh, and, and kind of bring back full circle with the... Uh, Daily Days characters, so I think it's a it's, I think it's a good conclusion. I think this show does a good job of like again for as hectic and crazy as the stories go, like everything gets it does it does bring things back. It like does mm-hmm. bring it all back around. So it's a really fun way of storytelling, mm-hmm. and I can't wait to talk about it more um, on the live stream. But I think I'm gonna leave it there. Okay. Woo! All right. Do you want to do a comic corner? Dirt? Um, do I do the comic corner first and then I get the power back or do we want to comic corner first then we'll announce next show and then we'll we'll go from there. Okay. If you want to know the next show, wait till we're done with the comic. Yeah. Corner. Deal with it. Yeah. That was aggressive. I'm that sorry. That was aggressive. That's okay. I still love you. Sorry, I'm trying to read Japanese. Why? I've been practicing. That's good. I don't I'm not good at it yet. But I know a couple. Are you somewhere? I'm I'm better than I was like 2 months ago. That's good. Are you going to be one of those, like, hipsters who gets a Japanese tattoo on them? No way. Except for Water Tribe. Water Tribe. Water Tribe. Water Tribe. All right, so let's go with some comments. So we're going to go to episode seven, our episode seven reveal. Uh, this is a comment from EXO Kai is my Michael Jackson. Great username. I don't know much about EXO Kai, so, like, I can't. I don't even know what that, that is. Uh, I'm assuming, is it, like, I'm not sure. Wait, I'm going to look this up. <laughs> When you don't know something, folks, look it up. 
why live life in blissful ignorance? Google is a magical corporation that I assume is not taking all of our information. It's okay. He's like a K-pop singer. Oh. Uh, uh, well, first, there's two react. There's two uh, comments here. Sorry. The first is, I love your reaction videos. Please react to one liter of tears. It's a Japanese drama. You're probably new here. You don't really know how we do this format. It's first reaction, fan reaction. So we do. One of us has to have seen it before. I have not watched or for, the drama. Or if you want us to watch it and it's something that we both need to watch for the first time, Patreon. Patreon. Uh, so that's where our spin-off show is, first reaction or fan reaction, yeah. where the rule is, it's either we haven't seen it before or we've both seen it before. Right. So Patreon. Uh, they also gave us some more recommendations, so I'm going to read this. It's a long list, but I'm going to go with things that I have. I'm going to tell you the things I have seen I haven't seen and realize how many how few things I actually have said. <laughs> if you love watching it, here are some more anime movies uh, you might – Anime slash movies you might enjoy reacting to. King of Thorn, Ibaranou. I don't know that one. Uh, Tiger and Bunny, which I've heard of, haven't seen. Gankutsuo. Um, that was really popular a while back. It's an older one I haven't seen. Glass Fleet, no. Samurai 7. D. Gray Man, um, I know of. I think I read like one chapter of manga of that one. The Secret of the Cerulean Sand, don't know that one. Sort of Stranger, nope. Basilisk's heard of it. Vision of Escaflone. I, Escaflone is one I know I have to watch. And I think I... I forget if I've tried. I think I've looked it up before, but I haven't seen Escafluna yet. A uh, Piano Forest, I don't know. Uh, Sengoku Basada, I don't know. Gundam Zero Zero, I need to watch more Gundam. I should catch up on like all of those. I've not watched, the, especially not Zero Zero though. Blood Plus, I know of Blood Plus. I think it was popular when I was in high school. Peacemaker Kuragane, don't know that one. Oni Samai, Dear Brother, um, no. The Rose of Versailles, I watched a couple episodes of Rose of Versailles. I really should finish that. That's a hard one because that was like never licensed to English, so it doesn't have a dub to it. If we were to do it on the show, I prefer mm-hmm. dubs on this show. Um, Ofri, Big Windup, not that one. Slam Dunk, is that the, I'm assuming that's the basketball, is that the basketball one I'm thinking of? There's a couple of basketball animes. Is that the one that's really good? I think. Um, I do like sports anime, but I haven't seen that one. The Cat Returns, ah, that's a movie. That's a Ghibli movie, which I haven't seen. Fushigi Yugi, I know that one. I haven't seen it. The Betrayal Knows My Name, don't know that. Last Exile, no. Idol Denzetsu Eriko, um, no, Sugar Sugar Rune, no, Magic Kaito 1412, no, Rune, Daughters of Nemasin, I don't know that one. So those were a lot of things that I didn't know, and I was like, wow, gosh, I really haven't seen a lot of anime. I still love you. <laughs> oh, we have a we have a Gravity Falls comment. Oh. I'm going to read this one. It's from our first one. It's, well, I think we talked, I said in that episode, it's like, we, we won't have any dead babies in the show. And to which Fire, Firestorm Walker said, no dead babies, eh? Flashes back to part two finale. I think there's a case to be made when, where... You're both technically right and technically wrong at the same time. That's what? true. Because remember, Time Baby got zapped. Oh, yeah. That's was a dead baby. I, yeah, I'll give you that. Oh, Carrie Christensen says, thanks us for watching Hocus Pocus last Halloween. Episode 8 of uh, Isaac Muria, Bring Happiness, of course. Sam mm-hmm. says, Donnie is a great dude. I agree. Love Donnie. Yeah. And K Shadow VA says, part of the joke with Miria and Isaac is that Isaac literally is talking bullshit, but says it with confidence that people believe him. And Miria, who probably knows better, believes it. And with her being his hype woman, gets away with saying bullshit. <laughs> and it's great. Yeah. We love them. Love them. Ah, episode nine. That's uh, when... That's what I called uh, my fave arrives. K Shadow VA agrees with me and says, hell yeah, you got to the best part. Thank you. And thank you for agreeing with me. <laughs> Zom says, we were talking about Face Off. So Zom says, wait, you haven't seen the classic movie of John Travolta playing Nicolas Cage playing John Travolta versus Nicolas Cage playing Nicolas Cage playing John Travolta playing Nicolas Cage? What a tragedy. <laughs> It's it's so good. Um, also says that favorite webcomics are romantically apocalyptic and Darths and droids. I haven't read Darth's and Droids, but I read some of Romantically Apocalyptic 
back woo, back in the day. What like, is that? When it was uh, on DeviantArt. That's when. So like I, I couldn't get into that one. I, I That one didn't really grab my attention as much. It's a webcomic. Okay. It's it's very – the art is really cool. It's like – it's really cool looking. Um, But no. And then our most recent episode, Let's Make Fun of the French, which got a downvote immediately probably because we were making fun of the French. I think that went away though. Oh, okay. Merci. I like I wasn't gonna do that, but then we said it, and I'm like, I feel like I have to. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, so Sam has a question for you, Dara. What, Dara? Given that you've already seen that the formula that makes you immortal locks your body permanently in that condition, it was in when you drink it. Would you want to be made immortal as you were dying? That I, I read that, and I'm like, you're right. Yeah, it's a fair point. I Thank was you, Sam. Also says my singing voice is amazing, like you. But then I kind of wonder, like, if you drink it while you're dying, are you just like a permanently in a dying state, or will it like heal you? That's a good question. You're right. Is this one of, is this one of those uh, um, um, uh, the Last Crusade kind of deals where like you just like pour the like the juice juice on like the um, injury and then it's like all good? Yeah. These are the questions. And then the first Wonder Woman movie was great right up to the very end because the Aries Aries finale finale just sort of came out of nowhere. I kind of agree. I agree. Uh, but the rest of it's good. The second movie had so many questionably poor choices. Agree. I think we talked about this, but like we have the fact of the matter, like if they didn't do the thing where like it was a different body yeah. and it was just like he just came back, it would have probably been fine. Would have been yeah. It was. It was, oh, it was, it was yeah, big yikes. Big yikes. Who thinks of this stuff? I don't know. Do you think it would have, like, you don't have to have a thing where it's like, oh, we need to make this logical. Yeah. I'm watching a, a movie with, like, with a, with Wonder Woman. He's like a god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't need to have logic. We don't need to have logic. Oh, boy. But that is all the comments we have. Thank you guys for commenting. We really appreciate this. We have a really fun time reading this. Yeah. Um, and we'll probably the, read yeah. that for the last, like, finale stuff we'll read on the live stream. Yeah. So, thank you. And, and don't forget to join us then. We'll put the date down again here for you because we don't know what it is yet as we're recording this, but we will when this goes We'll know up. by the time. Yeah. So, thank you again so much for uh, watching. And we can't wait to see you at the live stream because that's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to talk about uh, Bacchino and our final kind of thoughts on it. So, don't miss it. Yes. Until then, stay tuned. You can always follow us on a variety of social medias. Wait, too. do I need to Oh, God. <laughs> Dara, I was so excited to keep the power. Dara, I was so excited to keep the power. I was so excited to keep the power that I wanted to keep the power and I didn't want to think about the next show. Please announce the next show, Dara. I think I did this the last time. I think I did this the last time, too. I think the last time that we switched shows. All right, go. I mean, to be fair, you're going to have the power until, because, like, basically just because, like, scheduling-wise, like, when this comes out, it's going to be, like, probably, like, within, like, the holiday time. So, yeah. like, we're probably not going to start the new show till the new year. Yeah. Just because of timing and stuff. But um, if you're watching this in the future. Hey. Like, how's it going? Like the super future. Is it? How's it going? Like the year 3000. <laughs> Has much changed? Do you live underwater? <laughs> um, way back in the year of our Lord 2020. Woo. <laughs> you, yes. 20. That's, sorry. I have to do. Um, there was this thing uh, called a pandemic. And a lot of us are stuck inside for a long time. Yeah. So, in order to cope with that, we watched a lot of television. Some of us did. What did you do? I don't know. I think it was in, like, a few depression state. Also, I worked. <laughs> essential employees. <laughs> I did work, too. But, yeah. like, still. We watched a lot of television. This is how I watched this show. It was a show, like, I heard about when it came out, because it came out, like, 2009, I think. Mm-hmm. And I'd heard about it, but I never actually watched it when it was on. Um, but I always meant to. I heard it was like such a good like it was such a good show. So then it popped up on Netflix during quarantine. I was like watching sitcoms anyways. I'm just like I'm gonna watch this show. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, I fell in love with it. I think it beca- it kind of became like one of my probably like my favorite sitcom and like up there is like one of my favorite shows. Even though like it might have some like issues of like dated stuff, but I think it still like works. And I think it's a wonderful, beautiful, hilarious show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also going to be our first sitcom. Ooh, so that'll oh, be yeah. fun. That's gonna be interesting. So um, the show we're watching is insert theme song here, Kaylin. Yay. You've heard of Community. I've heard of Community. It's, a, it's amazing I haven't seen it yet. People keep telling me to watch it. So. Well, I think it's like a thing of like, I think I saw a comment like a while ago, like if we're going to trash another nerd sitcom, The Big Bang Theory. Oh, I couldn't do that. You can't trash it? Oh, I can definitely trash The Big Bang <laughs> Theory. But I, I don't want to watch it. No, we're not going to watch it. No, no, yeah. no, no. no. I'm not a, I, I, one, I haven't finished it ever. Two, I'm not a monster. <laughs> Thank you. But like that's a show that like makes fun of nerds, and this one kind of, and like communities like they say this like it doesn't make fun, it doesn't make fun of them. It treats them as humans. Yeah, I like that. It's like that kind of thing. But it takes place in like a community college, which is, like a bunch of like misfits. Mm-hmm. It's got like a bunch. It's got like one of the people. It got like Joel McHale, Donald Glover's in it, Alison Brie's in it, yeah. Anya Nicole Brown, Jillian Jacobs, Chevy Chase for a bit. We'll get to that. <laughs> Danny Fruity's in it. We really like. Mm-hmm. Um, it was on NBC. And done by Dan Harmon for three seasons, and then the fourth season happened, and uh, by different people. We'll get to that. And then there's a fifth season that was on NBC, and then it got canceled, and then it got picked up by Yahoo, and oh, then yeah. that got canceled. I, I do remember like the the stuff that that went on with that. Yeah, right. So that's what we're doing next. Also, so it's our first sitcom, which like we've been like I've been like wanting to do sitcoms, but like I'm not. We're not really sure, like because it's like different for us. It's a different kind of format for this. Because it's very much like we've either done like animation or drama. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, Pushing Days is a little bit of drama. It's like lighter drama. Yeah. And also, this is our first show. It's gonna be over 100 episodes. Yeah. So it's gonna be very. So it's like basically like I mean like they're all like sitcom length. So it's about like you know 22 minutes. Right. But um, so the way we're actually gonna do it, it's gonna be a bit different. So we're gonna watch uh, seasons one through three. First, and then Caitlin's gonna take over for like a bit and Yay. do another show, and then we're gonna go back to community and watch and finish it off. Mm-hmm. So that's the plan for that. But I'm really excited to start this. Uh, I th- I think you'll like it. There might like, but I yeah, think, I'm hoping you have a good time. Yeah, it's like also like I realize it's like a show like you can't actually spoil the full show. Yeah, because it's like, but you can spoil episodes that mm-hmm. are like really great. There's like some fantastic episodes, but I was like thinking about that. Like it's not like a show where there's like a whole like arc. Yeah. What's stuff? There's like maybe like a couple like season arcs, but like they're very like in the between. It's kind of more like episode based, right? But I mean, you can fall in love with some of the characters. I think I know a few you're gonna fall in love with, but you know, let's do it. Right. Alrighty. So thank you for that announcement, dear. I'm very Hooray! excited. Woo! All right. Thank you for joining us. I hope you stick around for the next show. Um, yeah, please. Yeah. Because if you like, you remember you stay for the show that you liked that you started off with, this, but then you stay for Kaylin's personality, my personality. I was going to have an insult about me, but I kind of think one for you. <laughs> my, my loud voice. Uh, what's an insult for you? <laughs> my questionable taste in men. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like that, that I can't think of an insult for you. I, I, there's plenty of things to insult me about, but I'm very flattered that you couldn't think of one. <laughs> All right, guys. Don't comment with what my insult is. I mean, you can. That's fine. I, just be nice about it. Just be nice about it. Yeah, we, we, we are all having a good time here. We're just a bunch of buddies. So, yes, thank you for... Uh, 
watching slash listening to this episode of First Reaction Fan Reaction. Um, of course, if you're looking at our lovely faces, thank you for sticking around for this long. We, you can follow us on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe, all that jazz. Of course, we read your comments on the show. If you are listening to us, you can take our stuff on the go. We're on iTunes and Spotify. You can do all that fun stuff. Uh, you leave us a review and rating there. We always like to, to hear it. Um, you can find us where we're ready to close, or you can find us on First Reaction Fan Reaction on there. I think we're searchable either way. Uh, you can follow us on a variety of social medias. We're on Facebook, Witty Clothes Productions on there. We are on Instagram at Witty Clothes Productions. Fabulous. Uh, and we are also on Twitter at Witty Clothes. So follow us on all of them. You can kind of like our stuff, uh, leave comments. We also try to read those comments on the show if we get some good ones. Um, so please, we, we're looking forward to it there. We also have an email, uh, wittyclothes at gmail.com if you want to do that. I don't know why, but like it's there. It's there. Hey, folks. Email. Um, also, like emails for the live stream if you have like questions that you want us to ask. Oh answer. yes, very good. Yes, that's a. If you have like a list of questions that you want us to talk about on the live stream, please email them to us. Yeah, uh, we've I done think that before. Yeah, and it, that worked out really nice. Um, that kind of helps us structure things before. Right. Uh, so yes, or you can leave it a comment here, but email is a email is for nice. that might be a bit better. Yeah, if especially if you have a lot of them, but. Anyway, we also have a Patreon. Dare you want to talk a little bit about Yeah, so uh, if you – because we would love to – right now we don't do this full time. We both have jobs because, you know, money. Ah. Yeah. Capitalism? Capitalism. Right. But uh, we love doing this and we love to do this like more full time and dedicate more time to it. I mean because this is like a essentially full-time job. Yeah. If, which we love. I, we put a lot of time into this. But it's um, fun in a good way. It's it's a lot of fun for us. We would love to be able to like you know bring in income and like be able to dedicate more time to this. So if you go to our Patreon and you donate let's say like five dollars a month, you get access to our monthly live stream where we will either like chat for a bit or watch a movie. I think we usually we watch like a movie, but like sometimes we're kind of like rushing to get the live stream. So we're just like, oh, let's talk. Yeah. So that's fun. And uh, at the also you get access to our spinoff show, First Reaction or Fan Reaction, mm-hmm. um, where we discuss a show that either neither, like we mentioned before, either neither, the rule is neither of us have seen it or we both have seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, right now we're working on WandaVision and then we'll announce the next show that we're doing, Woo. which will be fun. Uh, the $10 level, you get access to, you can either like vote on topics that we discuss on our live stream or a show you want us to do on either show. Why not? And also you get access to like maybe just like fun videos that like, we don't know what to do if we can't put it on the show. Like, I really want to get Kaylin to watch Bake Off, but that's not going to work for the show. So yeah. we'll just, like, watch it. Have fun. Kaylin will definitely enjoy it. You. At the... If we, do, good. Yeah, we're good. If we do a $30 level, which I haven't actually made yet, but I think I will. We'll have, like, you, if you want us to do, like, a we'll have dinner with you, like, a live stream thing. Yeah. Or we'll do some ASMR. We'll just be goofy. Hey, guys. How's it going? Welcome to our show. That might just be, like, the goofy thing. Or, like, if there's goofy, but it could be really something goofy. else that we think of that we want to do for $30, we'll do that. And, uh, yeah. Lots of money. <laughs> that's okay. that was creepy <laughs> some people like that um all right yes that's patreon yes um okay thank you uh yeah so get, give us money on patreon uh we're ready to close on there um and until next time we will see you on the live stream the time we see you after that i will no longer have the power so it has been very fun having the power for just a little bit yeah. to show with uh, to share with you uh, a show that i really enjoy so thank you for sticking around and uh hope to see you for the the live stream until next time i'm kaylin clothier i know it meant peace, peace.